How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 77 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today there was a trade that happened, and not one of that, that fictional one that I was planning on talking about, but like a real actual trade, because baseball's happening again, and that's kind of fun. So obviously we're talking about that trade, the real baseball trade that happened, not the one that I was, uh, you know alluding to a couple episodes ago uh, that was just going to be a nightmare for everybody involved. But this one's real. It happened, and uh, it clears up some pace for the uh, for the uh, A's on the roster. So that's nice. And then uh, in the second part, I because of this trade, I started thinking about speed. And uh, I, I started thinking about the extra inning rule and whatnot. So I got a, an idea for how to try and get some extra wins and extra innings. So, uh, yeah, that's all that for today. That's what we're going to talk about. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. But... First, actually, uh, please follow us on social media at LockedOnAs on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter, and you can follow us, or no, email us. Yes, email us at uh, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah, let's get into this trade. Jorge Matreo. I can't say Jorge Mateo. I keep saying Matreo. Jorge Mateo was traded to the San Diego Padres to join Jerks and Profar in Purgatory. And, uh, yeah. The A's, uh, we, we don't know who they got back yet. It's a player to be named later. And people on Twitter were just bugging Susan Slezer with, uh, how come we couldn't get more than the player to be named later? We're like, it, the player to be named later, theoretically, could be Fernando Tatis Jr. It's not, obviously. But, I mean, in theory, it could be anybody. We don't know who it is yet. And I'll get into who it could be. Not specifically, but like a general player. Um, yeah. So... We don't know who it is yet, so we can't really badmouth the trade as of yet. But once the player is named, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be safe to assume that we're going to be like, who? Uh, because a player to be named later generally does mean that it's uh, a who and not like, hey, that was fun. Um, so basically, they're going to be going for either, you know, a hitter or a pitcher because that's how baseball works. And uh, I, I wrote down what to kind of expect. There's one guy that I was like, hey, he could be. Like, this type of a player is a type of player that they could be looking for. He's uh, Paco Rodriguez. He uh, formerly pitched in the big leagues with the Dodgers in 2015, and he played for, like, a few seasons with the Dodgers. And then uh, he took – I assume that he got Tommy John. Didn't feel like looking that one up because, uh, you know, whatever. He's 29, so probably an older prospect if you're going for, like, a relief arm kind of thing. If they wanted to be in the majors this year, probably going for a reliever. Um, cause they're hit and miss so often, um, you know, may as well just take a shot on it and say, screw it. So Paco Rodriguez, he's 29. He had an 8.13 K per nine rate. So not a great strikeout rate by any means, but he had good control. So he had a one five, seven walks per nine rate and then a four nineteen ERA. Nothing special, right? Just a regular guy played in triple a, maybe he makes the majors at some, you know, again, at some points. Uh, we're probably in like that realm of a return. It's not going to be something great. So I wrote down some things that you're looking for. If you're looking for like a, uh, a more established pitcher, as opposed to one that's uh, in the lower minors that you might be looking for. And then uh, just for general hitters. So uh, here's like the base, like the general things that you're looking for. So for established pitchers, you're looking for somebody with a high K rate and a low walk rate. Those are the things that I usually look for. Whether or not I'm doing it right, I can't necessarily tell you, but I, I think that that's the general consensus in uh, front offices. 
uh, at least if you're going by the stat lines. Uh, and so you're going to take the carry and the walk rate, and then you're also going to incorporate factors like BABIP or batting average on balls in play, uh, basically how often the player makes contact, uh, do they get on base, um, or, you know, get a hit. Um, and then there's also park factors and stuff like that. So you're, they're going to incorporate all those things and you know, probably try and come up with the best player uh, in double or triple A uh, or the levels that this would make sense for. If you're going for somebody at like uh, high A or below, um, you're looking for just a lower level pitcher uh, and just they need to have stuff. Yeah, I, I, I hope you know what I mean when you, you just hear stuff, you know, like breaking balls and, you know, fast, fast balls and, uh, you know, they, they have stuff. That's how people talk about it. So they need stuff. Uh, so electric, but wild. So they can throw hard, but maybe not hit the strike zone all the time. Uh, but the, the main thing that the A and these players definitely need to be scouted more by, you know, the A's scouting team and director and, uh, all that stuff to make sure that they are also uh, coachable and that they can work with the player's mechanics to make them hit that next level. Because uh, otherwise you're just making a trade to make a trade. Uh, not necessarily true. I'll take that back here in a sec. Um, yeah, so but you want to make them into a more viable major leaguer or at least get them closer to major league level if you're going to uh, acquire somebody down here uh, in the lower minors as opposed to somebody who's a little more established and could help your team, you know, uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, for hitters, you're basically looking for, in this particular deal where you're trading away Jorge Mateo, who had a future value of 40 on fan graphs, uh, you're looking for somebody who probably has one tool. Um, I didn't see any, you know, there's like Josh Naylor, but I'm pretty sure they want to keep him and all that stuff. Uh, the A's already got Buddy Reed from the Padres, and he's the kind of player that I would see them, you know, trying to go after. Somebody with either speed or power, maybe a good glove, uh, so like a solid defensive replacement for, you know, this particular season. Um, that That's what I think that they'd be leaning towards. So you're, if you go on Fangraphs, you're probably looking for somebody with a future value of like 35 or 40, and uh, that it's going to be in that range because what the what the trade basically is, is not Jorge Mateo for a player to be named later. It is uh, Jorge Mateo who was out of options and in, you know, a month or, you know, maybe two months if they really stretched it uh, in two months time is going to be given away for free on the waiver wire for control of another player. That's what they're giving away. It's not talent for talent at this point. They just want control over another asset being a baseball player. Um and that's what this trade is actually all about. So if you think of it that way, if you get somebody with speed, which uh, I would, I'll make my case for a speed guy or a power guy here in uh, the second half. So uh, yeah, that's what this trade's really all about. It's not about Jorge Mateo or anything like that. But uh, I think that they, there's more in place with Vamiel Machin where he's hit at every level and uh, he hasn't played above double A, but uh, I haven't heard anything about his attitude or his work ethic which were a couple of the knocks on Jorge Mateo when he was with the A's uh, in the previous seasons. So uh, I think that they were going with Vimeo Machin as either, you know, he has the bat. It's just a matter of giving him the opportunity and clearing the way for him by trading out Mateo for, you know, they get extra service time from somebody else, but also they're opening the door a little bit more for Vimeo Machin and making it so that they don't have to offer him back to the Cubs if uh, he doesn't make the roster. So, all in all, I'm okay with the trade no matter what the return is because uh, Vimeo Machin, I think, is probably a better player than Jorge Mateo at this point. Mateo might just need a different uh, set of, you know, 
people talking to him and um, utilize that speed wherever he can. So uh, good luck to him in San Diego. But I think from a Padres perspective, before I, I was about to go into ads, and now I'm like, no, I have this other thing to say. From a Padres perspective, I think that they're doing, uh, I, I believe I'm saying this right, with uh, bonds, where you buy a bond and you wait for it to mature and then you sell it for you know, a profit. I think that that's what they're doing is they're like, Hey, we probably don't have what it takes to win this year. So we're going to, you know, get Jorge Mateo. We'll have a little showcase for him. We'll get him some playing time. Maybe we can flip him for like a little bit better player with more control later. And, uh, so the A's and Padres are kind of playing the same game, I think, but, uh, just going about it in a different way. Real quick. Uh, my wife went off to work today and uh, I, I was looking at the fridge for lunch, and there was nothing there. And I am not a cook by any means. So I was like, you know what I got to do? I got to order Postmates. Got a pizza delivered to my house. Contactless delivery. I love it so much. Uh, so I want to tell you guys a little bit about Postmates here real quick. Uh, if you're like me, you probably like thinking about food all the time. And uh, when you're wondering what you're gonna eat for lunch you probably start thinking about dinner too because uh, those blend into each other that pizza solved both my problems because now i have lunch and dinner for multiple days it's wonderful uh and this is why i love using postmates uh, i kind of love them even more right now because they can deliver the food to my house without me even leaving the apartment and i thoroughly enjoy that uh, i don't have to open my door anymore given what's going on in the world with covid19 uh, they've created non-contact deliveries, which I mentioned before. So now when I order from the local restaurants, everything gets left right outside of my door. Uh, they also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order uh, takeout from my favorite local restaurants. And uh, we have to start ordering from local restaurants at this point. I don't know that we're going to be getting too many more bailouts uh, for the small businesses that we depend on for, you know, just regular food and stuff like that. So uh, if you have Postmates, please uh, order local and, uh, you know, support local business while you're at it. And you may not have heard that uh, Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi anymore. They actually made life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and just dropping it off right outside of my door. Uh, that makes things so much easier, uh, especially with me not wanting to go outside and reading every article about, hey, don't go outside and uh, wear a mask if you do. So uh, yeah, I, I do that stuff. And now I rely on Postmates for my survival. It's wonderful. Um, so all you have to do to survive it like me is download the Postmates app on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. And now for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. So as I mentioned before, after the Jorge Mateo trade went down, I started thinking about players with speed and how that could uh, come into effect and all that stuff. And uh, what the Padres could be doing, acquiring him, even though he's out of options. And uh, it made me remember that uh, in extra innings this season, because of COVID-19, they want to play shorter games and not, you know, play 17 inning games and whatnot. So they're going to be adapting the minor league rule that's been in place for the last couple of seasons, where uh, in the 10th inning, a player, the last player to bat in the ninth inning for each team starts off on second base. And uh, I feel like, you know, there's all this uproar about no DH and stuff like that. And being A's fans, we're very used to not having a D or, you know, not having the pitchers hit and having a DH. So, uh, I feel like this could be a, the managerial, uh, 
you know, chess match that we've been looking for if you enjoy pitchers hitting and whatnot. But uh, it's an actual chess match this time and not throwing up a guy who's going to hit 100 and uh, should be pitching for deeper into the game. Because, uh, yeah, anyways, so that's another uh, tangent for another day. But basically my thought being, um, if you have, you know, two outs in the ninth inning, especially if it's the bottom of the ninth and you're the home team, do you want to, you know, start? you know, uh, adjusting your roster just a little bit, you know, finagling the guy, this guy here, that guy there. Um, like say Chris Davis is up to bat in the bottom of the ninth with two out. Uh, you, you want to let him hit obviously, but he's not a very speedy runner. So I think that, uh, I don't think that there's a rule against this. So my thought is give him that at bat in the ninth and then you pinch run for him. I mean, granted he's probably your DH anyway, Oh shit! This is this is gonna get interesting because I think that if you take out your DH, the pitcher has to hit all of a sudden. Ooh, okay. So maybe not Chris Davis. Maybe you leave him in. But uh, say you got your power hitter up. You give him the shot in the ninth. Is what I'm go- is what I'm saying. And then you uh, pinch run your speed guy in the tenth. Or you could give your speed guy a shot in the bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth. It doesn't matter. And then uh, just have him lead off. And, you know, at second base uh, to start extra innings. I think that that could be a way that we get Buddy Reed is the guy that comes to mind for me. As a guy with speed that's already on the 40-man roster that could, you know, I, I had talked about him in, during spring training. He could be one of those uh, defense speed guys that comes up later in the year if we were going to have a full season. So, uh, I mean, with 26 players, once everything gets all sorted out and uh, you got 13 pitchers and 13 hitters, you got eight regulars in the field, then you got five other guys that you can just mess around with. Why not just have like a permanent pinch runner uh, on your roster at that point? Um, I, I think that there's going to be some teams that do it and there's going to be teams that play around with this, uh, with how to attack the 10th inning uh, in baseball. I think that like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the A's, the, the Rays, uh, the, the, you know, the typical smart teams that uh, will probably uh, wind up doing it. The Giants might because Farhan Zaidi is a forward thinker like that, but they're also not necessarily expected to do a whole lot. So he might just be concentrating on getting his guys at bat and seeing them in the field and, you know, uh, seeing how they do overall. But teams like uh, the Astros, another team that uh, will probably be finagling their rosters. That's what I'm going to start calling it, finagling their rosters for the 10th inning. Um, yeah, I, I think that it's going to be interesting to see how teams attack the 10th inning and how that's going to, uh, you know, affect a bunch of games. Uh, like the Mariners, they got a bunch of guys that are speedy, according to MLB The Show. Uh, D. Gordon's still fast. They got Malik Smith. They got some other guys that I hadn't heard of before. Uh, they, they got some guys that can run. So it'll be interesting to see what tools are in the toolbox for uh, for major league managers coming into the season. And I'm unsure if there's rules against this or like how the runner goes. But uh, if the, if a player makes the last out in the ninth inning, do they have to be the runner in the tenth? If that is the case, do you pinch hit whoever it is in you know in the ninth and just let your speed guy probably make an out? If it's like Buddy Reed and he hit you know two thirty in the minors uh, at AAA. Do you just give him the at bat because he's going to wind up on second base anyway and you have a better shot at winning? Or, uh, and then if that's the case, does the opposing manager walk that guy to get to the next guy so that that guy is going to be, you know, if it's Matt Chapman or, you know, somebody who's a little bit slower, uh, 
speed wise and then just take your chances uh and then you'd have guy on first base as opposed to second base and take your chances with that uh there, there's a lot of things that could happen and uh it's exciting to think about because you know baseball baseball's back in our heads at least we, we haven't seen anybody report yet or seeing a game but uh we're getting there maybe we'll see i still don't know if there's going to be a season but uh you know, I'm trying to treat it like there is going to be a season and get everybody excited because uh, that's what's missing in baseball right now uh, is excitement about baseball. One final note is uh, the A's announced that they are going to be doing the cardboard cutout system for uh, fans that want to uh, buy a cardboard cutout of themselves where they just send a picture and then uh, the A's will make a cardboard cutout and put you in the stands for uh, all the games. Uh, I think the first level is like 45 for uh, get people that have... Uh, season tickets or you know AIDS access and then if you don't have AIDS access it's 75 or 85 or something like that and then if you want to be placed in the uh the foul foul ball zone it's something i think that that, that's what they called it you know uh, places where foul balls are more likely to uh head is what i took that as um that's like 125 dollars or 145 dollars uh for the cardboard cutout and all of the proceeds from these purchases will be donated to local charities and uh so i thought that was kind of cool and uh if you if your cardboard cutout gets hit with a foul ball they will send you the ball in the mail which uh that's clever it, they might get me with that i'm not positive and uh so back to my other point about you know people being just excited about baseball and you know being ambassadors for the game and all that stuff uh in response to this john Heyman tweeted out are, are the a's going to be one of those charities that they donate to ha 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 so when I say that baseball needs better ambassadors for their sport, you know, like uh, some of their sports announcers, uh, you know, the announcers of the games on ESPN and uh, even MLB Network. I know John Smoltz is uh, not a big fan of today's game, but it, it that's not what you're getting paid for. You're pay, getting paid to be an ambassador to the game and bring people in to watch this game. Uh, you get excited about it no matter what's going on right now. And you just shed your expertise. You don't talk about what it was like in the 90s when you were with the Braves and you know, you had three aces and all these uh, generational talents. That's not how baseball is typically played, bro. Uh, you you got to, you know, hey, this is what it's like for, you know, other teams too because we have to watch the Marlins play tonight or the A's or, you know, a, a team that's not the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Red Sox that you see all the time that have uh, all of the money. There are other financial challenges and other things that go into a baseball team. So, uh, you know, c cut everybody some slack. And uh, I think that every... you know, especially the national networks and, you know, uh, reporters like John Hammond, they need to be more, uh, have, have a more open umbrella to include everybody because uh, these are the people that get the biggest followings and uh, they, they report the most news and all that stuff. They need to be better ambassadors for the game. And uh, that angers me. And uh, so I, I got this little tiny podcast where uh, I, I try my best and whatnot. I know that the last couple of months have been a little bit rough because of COVID. And I don't know if there's going to be a season. But I'm just speaking the truth. I'm not trying to, you know, diminish anybody or except for John Fisher because he sucks. Um yeah, but, you know, I, I'm here for the players. I, I like other teams, too. I enjoy, you know, like the Rays. I, I like the Rays. I, I have hats from so many different teams. Um, and I'll, I'll wear them. And I'll, my wife makes fun of me because I don't match. I, yesterday, I had a red shirt on with, like, a, a Braves hat. I'm like, yeah, this is just my regular attire. It 
that's just what I do. I like baseball a lot, and I think that there should be uh, more people that just enjoy the game and are, you know, not just like, oh, I'm a shill for the owners. That's uh, that's not helping anybody. So that's my rant for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let me know what you guys think about the Mateo trade and uh, if there's a player in the uh, Padres system that you're thinking that they could potentially go after. I'm not as familiar with the Padres system, so I was just giving general, uh, like general player stuff. Uh, to give you guys uh, an idea of what to expect. Um, yeah, so let me know what you guys think about that. Also, uh, what do you guys think is going to happen with uh, the run around second base to uh, start the 10th inning? Because I think that'll be kind of interesting to watch. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it for today. Uh, unless anything happens, like an outbreak of COVID or something, we will get that match happen one to you guys uh, later this week. So uh, in the meantime, uh, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. You can email us any questions that you may have to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Wear your masks, and I will talk with you guys soon. Yeah.